Welcome to the Draft Nut Podcast. It's Jared Feinberg. Alongside me is Devin Jackson, and we are your hosts for today's episode. Devin, I know you got a busy day ahead, so we'll go ahead and dive into week six of the NFL season. First matchup we'll be looking at this afternoon or this morning is the early afternoon matchup between the Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers on Sunday afternoon. Both teams are playing well, and the home team, Carolina Panthers, have won three straight games and their offense is rolling. Devin, who do you got? You go first. Who do you got winning in this? To, uh, you know, Chicago and, and Carolina, both two teams that are, uh, have off to surprising starts, you know, uh, coming to the season, no one expected the Bears and Panthers to, uh, be near the tops of their divisions, respective divisions. Um, I think this game is going to come down to, uh, which defense can make stops, uh, because, uh, both offenses, they, they kind of do it in different ways. They're not overly explosive, uh, but they have two veteran quarterbacks that know how to manage a game and know how to manage an offense. Um, but I got Carolina winning this one. I think that Chicago's offense doesn't, uh, do enough to, you know, be overwhelming. And obviously it's going to be difficult for the Panthers to get the ball moving. You know, Khalil Mack is on the other side of the ball. Uh, they have a really solid secondary in Chicago with Eddie Jackson um, leading the way. Uh, but I think Carolina will continue to roll. I think Joe Brady's uh, offense is, is really doing well, and Matt Rule is, has, has the Panthers playing well. I'm going to go with Chicago, but it's close. Um, I think Joe Brady's offense will continue to roll this weekend. Um, I expect Bridgewater to be consistent again this weekend. Um, the only thing that worries me um, is Brian Burns could be out with a, with a concussion. He's currently currently in concussion protocol, um, so I expect him to be listed as questionable, and it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't even play. So that's a big loss for Carolina's defense, and they also lost K-1 short for the season with a shoulder, shoulder injury, um, and his future in Carolina is currently in doubt. Um, but I think the Bears defense will make enough plays to help them win and move on to five and one. Um, this Carolina, this is Carolina's first true test against a elite defense in the NFL, um, under Matt Rule, um, and all the new players they have, both offensively and defensively. Um, last time Tay Bridgewater, Bridgewater played against Chicago, his team won big and Bridgewater had a great game that, um, that afternoon. So it wouldn't surprise me if Carolina won just because of how tough they play on both sides of the ball, despite the holes on their roster. But I think Chicago wins in a close one. It could end up being one of those slugfest defensive sided games. Um, but I feel like this is the game where Carolina slips up offensively um, and Chicago makes enough plays on defense. So again, going to go with Chicago to move on to five and one. Carolina falls to three and three. Next matchup we got is Browns Steelers. I got the Browns winning on the road against Pittsburgh, but in a very close one. Um, the Browns offense is playing really well. Baker Mayfield has been consistent, and the run game has looked good with Kareem Hunt, but no Nick Chubb because of injury. Miles um, Garrett is continuing to feast on opposing defenses. He might end up um, touching 20 sacks on the year at the pace he's going. Um, the guys behind him um, on the second and the third level, they're playing great football, um, despite the holes they have at the second level and in the secondary. 
Um, Pittsburgh will play great football on both sides of the ball. I don't have any doubts about that. They're a really good football team. Um, but I'm going to take Cleveland to win their fifth straight game and fifth straight game to make their case to be one of the best teams in the AFC. So, Devin, who do you got winning in this big time AFC matchup? Uh, I think it'll be a close one. Um, it's going to be a lot better than I think people even expect. You know, uh, a lot of people think it's, you know, it's the same old Browns. You know, they get a little success and then, you know, get too big headed. Uh, but I think the Steelers are going to win this game. Uh, I, I just don't see a scenario where they can ultimately slow down the Steelers pass rush. Um, I know Jedrick Wills is on one side and, you know, he's probably, I think he, he plays left tackle, right? Wills plays left tackle or yeah. Uh, so he'll be going up against Bud Dupree most of the game. The the worry I have is at right tackle. You got to guard T.J. Watt. Uh, he's been a game wrecker all season long, and I'm just worried that they won't be able to, you know, do that. I think they'll be able to pass the ball, and I think Baker Mayfield will probably have one of his best games throwing statistically. Uh, but I think that pass rush does get home for the Steelers, um, and I, I think that they they're going to be able to run the ball. Uh, on offense, I think they really need need to, especially going up against Miles Garrett. You don't want to put Big Ben in third and long and predictable situations. Uh, but they have the talent, you know, at receiver to to really make up for it. Chase Claypool is the ultimate uh, game game wrecker for your defense. You just you know, you know you you key in on Juju Smith and uh, Deontay Johnson and James Washington then. The rookie Claypool is just making plays all over the place. So uh, I think that will be uh, probably the, the thing to keep out for. And uh, that's why I'm picking the Steelers to win this one. Yeah, so my some of my friends are Pittsburgh fans, so they won't be happy that I picked Cleveland to win. But I'll probably regret this pick like I regretted the Baltimore-Cleveland pick um, back in week one. So that should be fun. Next game we got is Green Bay at Tampa Bay, and this should be a really fun game to watch. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady going head-to-head. Um, Devin, who do you got winning in this big matchup in the in the NFC? Um, this is These two teams are probably the two best teams in the NFC right now. Uh, I have Green Bay winning. Uh, I think the Buccaneers, they're... They're starting to get it together, but it just seems like, you know, they kind of regress every game. You know, they, uh, against the Bears, it looked like they should have blown out the Bears. That game shouldn't have even been close. Uh, but second half, they just could not move the ball. Um, and for Green Bay, man, it, it's going to be tough to stop Aaron Rodgers and he has a chip on the shoulder. Uh, Devontae Adams is supposed to be back this week too, uh, for Green Bay. So I think that'll be huge. Um, and, you know, I, I think it'll be probably a high-scoring game. I just got Green Bay winning, man. Uh, I, I just don't, I just don't see a scenario where they don't win. I got Green Bay too, and again, I think this game will be close, like I predicted the last few games. Um, and you know, Aaron Rodgers is playing at an at an elite level again, and he he's getting Devontae Adams back Sunday night, so. That's going to be huge for Rodgers, getting his top pass-catching receiver back. And their defense is playing well also. And I think they make enough plays on Tom Brady to get the job done. And like you said, they they could have easily beaten Chicago. Easily, without question. 
too many mistakes they're making. Very inconsistent. I think they're one of the top teams in the league in drops, and that's very concerning when you have guys like Rob Gronkowski, um, Chris Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I mean, that that's very concerning. And could it be the quarterback that's causing these issues? Probably not. It, it probably isn't. But it, it's concerning. I got Green Bay winning in a close one. I think Brady will have – he and Rodgers will probably have one of those classic matchups between each other. So that should be fun to watch. Now it's time for the biggest game of the week. Chiefs, Bills, Monday Night Football on Fox at 5 p.m. I got the Chiefs winning in this one. Uh, this should be a really good game between two elite teams in the AFC, and this could be a potential preview for the AFC Conference Championship. Mahomes um, has not regressed, as some folks on the on the Bird side have been saying lately, and he is the best quarterback in football. I think this game ends in a shootout with Mahomes driving downfield to pull off the win in the last minute of the game. Bills have, hopefully the Bills are healthy defensively. They didn't have Tredavious White, Matt um, Maloney. Um, trying to think who else they didn't have defensively. I think they had Tremaine Edmonds out or uh, unless he was playing Tuesday night, but they didn't have a lot of guys that they needed Tuesday night because they were hurt or inactive. So, if they are able to get those guys back, I think the game probably will be more of a defensive-sided game, or the Bills will probably play much better defense than they did on Tuesday night. But Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, two very talented quarterback, quarterbacks going head-to-head, but I got the Chiefs winning a close one in a shootout. Devin, who wins this one in a battle between two of the AFC's elite right now? Um. I wasn't going to pick this at first, but I think the Bills win. Um, I think the Chiefs have an issue with physical teams. Uh, they saw last week against the Raiders. They just could not handle the physicality that the Raiders brought. And the Bills bring that same t- kind of tenacity and physicality. Um, you know, obviously Mahomes is going to be great, um, but they have a great secondary in Buffalo, and hopefully all those guys are back healthy because uh, that is what my pick is con- contingent on. Um, but you still have Tredavious White, you know, and on the back end. And, you know, I just really think that they can bring some pressure on Patrick Mahomes and uh, force him to try and make plays on the run. You know, obviously he excels at that, but I think Buffalo has, has something to prove, you know, and offensively they, they want to run the ball, you know, right at you. And that will set up, you know, play action for Josh Allen and, you know, hit his favorite deep target, uh, Stephon Diggs. So, I think it's going to be a close game, uh, and, and I got the Bills winning by three, man. One of the probably one of the better matchups we have seen between, or not one of the better matchups, one of the better weekends we have seen with all these great games going on um, this weekend. I'm very excited um, to see all these matchups. I'm hoping that they're as advertised because a lot of these games are getting hyped up. Like these are some of the best games of the year already. And also some news coming out that Atlanta has some positive COVID tests. So we don't know what's going on with the Falcons Vikings game. That game, if it's still on, if it can still go on, 
that should probably be more of a sluggish game because both those teams, both those teams are just not good. And also, you got Cam Newton returning. So Denver or Cam Newton and Drew Locke returning this weekend. So that could be an interesting game. One o'clock, CBS. I'll try to watch that game because I like to watch Cam, Cam Newton's games, all of his games if I can. So that's the Cam Newton fan in me. All right. We don't have a lot of college football to talk about except for Alabama, Georgia. Number three, Alabama, or number three, Georgia, is traveling to number two, Alabama, for one of the biggest matchups of the year and probably the biggest matchup in college football since LSU-Alabama last year. So, Devin, I'm, I've been a big fan of Georgia this year. I like Alabama, too. But they have struggled mightily defensively, despite the talent they have, despite the NFL talent they have with Bill Moses, Patrick Sertan, Christian Barmore. Um, you got that freshman pass rusher, Will Anderson, who is just lighting things up. But they've been struggling defensively, and that just doesn't go – that doesn't feel well for me. It, the main matchup will be Bama's offense versus Georgia's elite defense. Georgia probably has the best defense in college football. If Georgia can shut down Mac Jones and that receiving and that receiving course of Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, and Joe McKay, I think Georgia ends up pulling off the win, and that's who I'm picking this weekend. I'm picking Georgia to go on the road at Alabama in Tuscaloosa and beating them in a close one. I'm, I think at some point we see JT Daniels, not this week, but I think that offense will make enough plays against that Bama defense to get the job done. So, I, I think this game will determine who goes to the playoffs from the SEC. Georgia wins, they have a clear path to the playoff. A clear path, in my opinion, because Yes, they're going to be playing Florida. But Florida's defense is just as bad as Alabama's. So I'm not I, – I probably will regret this pick. But it seems like Bama's defense has been regressing um, like over the last couple of years, including this year. I've never seen this bad of a defense that Bama's been playing ever. And this this is not their identity to be playing bad defense or – Supposed to be a good defense, but they're not. So I am going to take Stenson Bennett, Samir White, George Pickens, and that elite Georgia defense over Alabama. And then we get a Georgia team back in the playoff for the first time in a couple years. So I'm going Georgia in the close one. I don't know if it's going to be a shootout like it was with LSU-Bama last year, but I think it will be – Probably close to the 30s, in my opinion. Both teams probably scoring 30 points. That is an incredibly bold take. Um, I don't know if I'll be that confident in Georgia. Um, and, and here's why, man. Um, first thing, you know, uh, obviously Nick Saban is probably going to miss the game. He tested positive for COVID uh, yesterday, uh, something we forgot to mention. Um, so that that's going to be a big factor. Um, but the thing is for me is – 
Georgia really didn't run the ball well against Tennessee. You know, they they didn't really get the running game going too well. And I think that's what this game is going to be contingent on if Georgia can run the ball. And I just don't see that happening. You know, um, you know, uh, Georgia's offensive line really struggled last week with dealing with Tennessee, who has a really good defensive line, but they don't have the, the skill set and, you know, the, uh, the athletic ability that the Alabama's defensive line has, you know, you got Christian Barmore, who was probably going to eat Georgia center alive. Um, you know, you got, you got the edge rushers as well. Uh, Dylan Moses leading the way. I'm just not that confident about Georgia. They didn't really show me a whole bunch last week offensively. Uh, did, you know, uh, ben, Bennett did okay. You know, he made some throws, uh, later in the game, but, you know, that first half, they could not get in the end zone on the goal line. You know, against the Tennessee team, like I said, uh, they're pretty good, but they're not at that elite level just yet. And I know that, you know, Alabama uh, has struggles, has had struggles this season. But if you look at the offenses they played against, they played against spread offenses that, that gave them the biggest issue. Uh, Georgia's really not that, that type of spread offense. They're more of an old school, you know, run the rock type of team. And you're right, JT Daniels might come into this game uh, because Stetson Bennett, I, I just don't know, man. Uh, obviously, he held up against Tennessee. He held up against, um, you know, uh, Auburn. But uh, Alabama's defense is a different breed. I know they've given up a lot of points this season, uh, but they're a different breed, man. And that's what I worry about for Georgia's offense, if they can get moving, you know, if they can get movement at, you know, at the point of attack. And I think this may be Christian Barmore's breakout game, you know, where he absolutely goes crazy. Um, then you look on the other side of the ball for Alabama. It's going to be their toughest uh, test, for, uh, but it's going to be hard for every single Georgia player in that Georgia secondary to contain Waddle, contain Smith, and then uh, John Mechie, who is uh, up and coming as well. So I think Alabama wins this game. Uh, long story short. Uh, I just don't know. I just don't think Georgia has enough offensively to uh, make it uh, a supremely close game. I think it's within a touchdown, uh, but I think Alabama has control of the game, most of the game. Um, but I'll be watching to see, uh, specifically on Georgia's defense, to see how Jordan Davis fares against some top-notch offensive linemen. You know, you got Deontay Brown um, as well as Landon Dickerson um, and, and Leatherwood as well. And then, um, obviously Eric Stokes against, you know, uh, Waddle and, uh, Smith, whoever he lines up against, as well as Tyson Campbell on the other side. And then Rachel Account, uh, he might have to, he might be forced into some man coverage against, uh, you know, one of the tight ends or slot receivers. So I think their coverage skills will be tested, but I think Alabama wins. Probably will be wrong about this pick. And I don't know. I just like Georgia's defense to get the job done. I think they have the defense to match up with Alabama's offense. And I think they will make enough plays offensively. And I think Stenson Bennett, who does better when he's playing off platform, he's one of those quarterbacks that likes to move around, likes to make plays out of the pocket. And I think we will probably end up seeing that throughout the game Sunday night or Saturday night um, in Tuscaloosa. We'll see Bennett rolling out to his left and right, moving in and out of the pocket, 
looking to make plays on the move. He, he's just that type of quarterback. I don't, I, I think we could end up seeing JT Daniels, but that will be unless Bennett has a horrible start to the, to the game. And we probably, in reality, we probably won't see JT Daniels until next week if he's given the nod to start. Um, but I, I just have more trust in Georgia's offense to make enough plays um, on the ground and in the air. George Pinkins, um, Kiaris Jackson, um, that receiving core, really talented receiving core, uh, one of the more underrated receiving cores in the country. Um, and I think this is the game where Mac Jones needs to show out that he can be the number four quarterback in the 2021 draft class. If he plays well against Georgia's defense and throws for 300, 400 yards, like that is huge for his stock. Huge because you got NFL talent on Georgia's defense. So it's just my gut saying Georgia beating Bama. My heart is going with Georgia. So I'm going to be a Bulldog fan for Saturday night only. Still a big time Clemson Tigers fan, but I think Georgia ends up winning over Alabama in a close one. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I know it was a shorter podcast than usual, but um, Devin and I, we got some stuff that we got to get done today. We hope to see you guys next week, and we may have a special guest next week, which I'm hoping that we do. And if we get the special guest on, you guys will be really excited about it. All right, guys. Take care. Peace.